Just seven days to finish up all your Christmas shopping. Watch out those lines. They're getting longer. People are getting feistier trying to find that great deal for that special someone. You're listening to the Pete Barrett Podcast, a special pre-Christmas edition where I give you my Christmas list. And first on that list is for the New York Jets to make the playoffs. That possibility may seem unlikely now as the Jets fell today in Philadelphia by a score of 45 to 19. The Jets drop to 0 and 9 against the Eagles lifetime and it puts the playoff hopes of the Jets and Jet fans in jeopardy. In last week's episode of the Pete Barrett podcast, I suggested that Glenn Grunwald, the interim GM of the New York Knicks, had done enough to make the Knicks a championship contender. Well, today we saw the flaws of both the Jets and the Giants and what may limit them from contending in the playoffs. Are either team Super Bowl super? I don't think so. We saw the Giants today lose. I thought that was a bad loss. And then we watched the Jets lose. And that was that much worse. Let's break down this Jets loss. Antonio Holmes comes out as the obvious goat of the game. Holmes fumbled, tipped a ball that led to an interception. And then what bothered me most of Holmes' performance was his celebration after his touchdown. Now, Holmes had already fumbled, as I said. He's already caused that interception. And then he's celebrating, even though the Jets are down 18. That's something that Holmes does often. And yet, for him to celebrate and even cause a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct while down 18 after he's a big reason why they're down 18 is simply unacceptable. This is not a playoff game, but it was almost like a playoff game. If the Jets had won today, the next two games would not have been this crucial. The Jets face the tough reality now that Even if they win both of their next two games against the Giants and against the Dolphins, which won't be easy, they still may not make the playoffs. The Giants are in a different scenario. If they win their next two games against the Jets and against the Cowboys, also tough, they will go to the playoffs as they do control their own destiny. That's a situation the Jets could have had, but didn't. The Jets were sloppy on defense and stagnant on offense. The two meshed together for a big, embarrassing, hard-to-watch loss. The Jets are supposed to be a good defensive team. They did not look like it. The Eagles have a lot of hype going into training camp, and yet somehow... Even with all these offensive weapons, they come in and surprise the Jets. How could the Jets be surprised? Apparently, Rex Ryan is telling them all week not to take the Eagles' record lightly. Well, they did. Or at least it seemed like it. The Jets and the Giants will face off next week at MetLife Stadium on Christmas Eve. Should be a fun game to watch. But it'll be decided by the end of the night which of our teams 
will be going to the playoffs. Which of our Christmas wishes will come true? What do you guys think? Who's going to the playoffs? The Jets or the Giants? Tweet at me at Pete Barrett Jr. Post it on the Facebook page, NY Sports Cookie. We'll be back with more on why Major League Baseball should accept and embrace the steroid era instead of continuing to hide from it. Back with more in just a second. Back here on the Pete Barrett Podcast, ready to talk about how Major League Baseball should embrace the steroid era rather than continue to hide from it. Got a l- couple reactions on Facebook. Told people I was going to talk about this today. And people were a little bit shocked. Thought it was a little bold of me, perhaps. Thought I was crossing the line of insanity. Well, let me tell you, too much has been made about steroids in baseball. So much so that Congress has wasted their time and money. The judicial system has wasted time and money. All to persecute people who have cheated at the game of baseball. Now, I may be wrong. I don't think I am. Congress and the American judicial system has to have something better to do than pursue these guys. When we're currently in two wars and in a depression. I may be wrong, but I think they, they have to have something better to do. Instead, they have persecuted guys like Barry Bonds. But let me tell you something about cheating. Cheaters will always be one step ahead of the people trying to catch them. Now, sometimes, yeah, people will get caught. They'll be chastised. Others who aren't caught will change their tactics and continue to cheat. That's the way it is. In baseball, there's a saying, if you aren't cheating, you aren't trying. Of course, this old adage is usually applied to what seem to be less serious offenses, such as scuffing the ball, corking the bat, stealing signs, things of those nature. The fact is, baseball has increased the drug testing, and yet they haven't changed the system enough. Major League Baseball needs to tip the scale of risk and reward to a level that inspires fear. Currently, players are faced with ridiculous pressure and have the possibility of luxurious returns. And under the current system, the player can risk taking steroids with the penalty of just a 50-game suspension. That's not a big enough deterrent. People around baseball believe the Hall of Fame is, can, and should be used as a deterrent. But it seems to be it doesn't matter enough. These players are more motivated by money and how much of it they can earn than about whether they can be immortalized in the Hall of Fame. Let me tell you something else as well. The steroid era isn't over. That's what bronzed positive tests prove. It may never be over. A lot of people around baseball thought the cheaters were being weeded out and that there'd be even less of them now as Major League Baseball included HGH testing in the new collective bargaining agreement. 
However, one of the best players in the game, the National League MVP, tested positive. Now, whether that test will lead to the 50-game suspension and be upheld, we don't know. We'll find out probably before the season starts. Right now, let's just assume the test was accurate. He took steroids. Steroids are still in baseball, and the steroid era isn't over. Let me tell you something else. HGH was not testable under the previous CBA. Now, it's going to be. And I guarantee there's going to be another drug that won't show up. That's the way it is. These players, professional athletes, professional trainers, whoever's supplying them with this, will find a drug that is not testable. One that is untraceable and indetectable. That's the way it is. We can always sit here and speculate of whether who is taking an artificial and banned substance and who's doing it the right way, the clean way. But we never can know for sure. We'll know if they get caught. But if they don't, should, should we assume that they do? Is it right to assume that they do? Or is that unfair? Should we assume everyone does? Should we be naive enough to assume no one does? These are all questions that we're wasting our time with. Frankly, it doesn't matter. I say, Major League Baseball, if they truly want to weed out steroids... The solution would be to make steroid abuse a one-time offense. If caught using steroids, you're gone. Make it the new cardinal sin. We always heard about Pete Rose. Gambling on baseball was the cardinal sin of baseball. Make it steroid use now. Maybe that will deter the players. Before, they have the choice of tons of money or a 50-game suspension if they get caught. That was their risk-reward scenario. Now, how about tons of money versus no money because I have to find a new career? I think that'll deter more players. What we definitely need to do is to stop caring. It really doesn't matter. We don't know these players personally. We don't know their bodies. We have no way of knowing whether they are or not taking steroids. And I think it's funny that we were shocked. Everyone, ESPN, Outside the Lines, Tim Kirkshen, all these people were shocked that Ryan Braun did steroids. We knew about Bonds. We knew about Giambi. We knew about McGuire. These guys really got big. They were steroid users and abusers, and we knew this just by looking at them. But this Ryan Braun test proves all of that wrong. You don't have to be a big, big guy. Braun is, of course, cut up, but he's not a balloon. He's not a balloon of muscles. And that just shows you anyone could be using steroids. The thing is, to me, it really doesn't matter anymore. It it matters just as much as stealing signs, scuffing the ball, or whatever. I think too much is given to it. Too much attention is paid to it. And frankly, Major League Baseball, embrace it. Give out steroids. Whatever. Finally, today, I want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. And if you're not celebrating Christmas, have a wonderful holiday. The Pete Barrett Podcast will not air on Christmas Day. Of course, taking the week off. But will return in 2012. For now, though, keep your eyes and ears locked on nysportscookie.com. Tomorrow, 
a very special interview with Howie Schwab, formerly of the ESPN show Stump the Schwab. Going to be on NY Sports Cookie. I'm going to be interviewing him. Should be a fun time and a good listen. From now until then, the Pete Barrett Podcast, episode number three, is over.